Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing to go through the Gospel of Mark. We're in the ninth chapter, so let me just remind you where we are. Jesus had told his uh, disciples and people gathered around him that there would be some standing there that would not taste death until they'd seen the kingdom of God come with all of his power. And then a few days later, Jesus took Peter, James, and John. They went up on a high mountain. And Jesus was transfigured before them. They experienced that. They experienced the voice of God speaking to them. Jesus uh, told them uh, not to share anything about this until the Son of Man rose from the dead. And they were asking Jesus about that. What does that mean? And when we looked at all the Gospels, we found out that Jesus says, well, you know, Elijah has come, and he's yet to come. And then they realized, well, he's speaking about John when he said that. And so they're coming off the mountain now, okay, and having this conversation we pick it up at verse 14. When they came back to the disciples, so this is Jesus and Peter, James, and John. They come back to the disciples. They saw a large crowd around them and some scribes arguing with them. So what's going on here? Jesus comes back with the three. The disciples are there. And there was a large crowd around the disciples. And the scribes were arguing with them. Apparently it's with the disciples. Okay. Verse 15, immediately, again, Mark's favorite word, right? Immediately, when the entire crowd saw him as Jesus, they were amazed and began running up to greet him. And Jesus asked them, what are you discussing with them? And so, uh, you know, as Jesus asking the crowd, what are they discussing? Is they asking the religious rulers, the scribes, what they're discussing with the disciples? Or is he asking the disciples what they're discussing with the scribes? I'm more inclined to think it's probably he's asking the disciples, what are you discussing with them? Well, they didn't get the answer because somebody popped up from the crowd, verse 17. And one of the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought you my son, possessed with a spirit which makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground, and he foams at the mouth, and grinds his teeth and stiffens out. I told your disciples to cast it out, but they cannot do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Boy, there's several things right here. So here you have uh, this father. When Jesus says, "Why you, you know, what are you discussing with him? The father, I mean, he speaks up immediately. And he calls him teacher. He says, teacher. And he says, I brought you my son. You know, I brought my son to you, but you weren't here. But I, So I brought him here to your disciples. And here's what's wrong with my son. He's possessed with a spirit, and the spirit makes him mute. Him mute. And we'll see later on when Jesus actually addresses the spirit, he calls it a deaf and dumb spirit. But he gets into very graphic detail, the father does. It says, whenever the spirit seizes my son, you notice what it does. It slams him to the ground. It literally tears him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, he grinds his teeth, and he stiffens out, <clears throat> you know, like, uh, like a bore type of thing. So we say, well, that sounds like an epileptic seizure, right? 
Well, that's exactly what it sounds like. So does that mean that when you see someone having that type of seizure, that it's a, an unclean spirit that's doing this, that's possessing a spirit? Perhaps. Does it mean that it's an organic problem? Something's wrong physically with them organically? Perhaps. That's the reason we need the discerning of the spirit, to know what's going on in the midst of these things. Well, the father, you can tell he's getting a little frustrated here because he continues in verse 18. And he said, I told your disciples to cast it out, but they cannot do it. So here's a father, and the father has some degree of faith in something. He says, I told your disciples to do this. I told them to do it. Well, the disciples are standing there, and don't you know that they're a little uh, uh, beleaguered, okay? Because they had tried, but they could not. Now, Jesus' response, verse 19, Jesus answered them and said, O unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. So who is Jesus speaking to here? said that he answered them. He responded to them. So I think he's responded to the entire gathering. He's responding here to the Father. He's responding to his disciples. He's responding to the scribes. Okay? And he's letting know you're an unbelieving generation. He says, how long shall I be with you? In other words, I'm not going to be here forever with you. How long am I going to put up with you? Then he says, bring him to me. So verse 20, they brought the boy to him. When he saw him, immediately the spirit threw him into a convulsion. And falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. So as soon as the spirit saw Jesus, the spirit in this boy, it threw the boy on the ground, caused him to go into convulsions, and caused him to start rolling around and foaming at the mouth. Now, as I've said many, many times in the past, always keep in mind uh, that this individual, this boy in this case, this person is fearfully and wonderfully made by the Most High God. Particularly in this kind of situation, it's not the person's fault. It's the spirit that's doing this to that person. So don't get put out. Don't get offended with the person. Don't all that kind of stuff. It's the spirit that's doing this. Verse 21. And Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. So here you have this boy who's in convulsions. He's on the ground. He's rolling. He's foaming at the mouth. And Jesus has taken the time to inquire of the father and really show some sympathy, some mercy, some just compassion, some love. How long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And then the father continues, it's often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. Isn't that a great thing? The father's saying, if you could do anything, please just take pity on us. Please help us if you could do anything. And Jesus says to him, if you can, a question, all things are possible to him. Who believes? Now, Jesus wasn't offended here, okay, that the guy said it that way. <coughs> but Jesus did turn the question back on him. If you can, and then he says, don't you realize, all things are possible to him who believes. What is possible, folks? All things. All things are possible for who? For those who believe. <coughs> Immediately, the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe, help my unbelief.
belief. Was that not one of the greatest proclamations and statements? And actually the thing we grab a hold of all the time, right? Because, Lord, we believe and yet help our unbelief. Well, look what happens here. Verse 25, when Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit. Notice he rebuked it and said to it, you deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and do not enter him again. So Jesus gave a command to the deaf and dumb spirit, told him to come out and said, don't go back again. Well, the spirit's going to put on the show, verse 26. After crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions, it came out and the boy uh, so much like a corpse became so much like a corpse that most of them said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him, and he got up. The demon came out, the demon spirit that made a show of things, convulsed a poor young man. Everybody thought he was dead. And Jesus just grabbed him, raised him up, and he got up. Some pictures here for us, folks. These are things that we're supposed to be doing. Remember what Jesus said, the things that I do, you will do, and even greater things. We see how to do some of these things if we pay attention and if we believe. Do you believe? Okay. Do you believe? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.